And a very good evening, everybody, and welcome to another one of our Saturday night information and talk nights. Great pleasure to see the return of a lovely lady who gave us a wonderful talk back last September. Seems another lifetime, doesn't it, Diana? It, it does, very much, yeah. <laughs> but um, during that talk, somebody put forward the question about the OM, and you said, oh, I'll come back and say, I'll talk about that. So I bet you wish you didn't now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when you say things and you wish you hadn't opened your mouth. But yes, I know, yeah. I, no, it's a pleasure being back. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> oh, it's an absolute delight to have you with us tonight. And uh, the topic of this evening is the OM. Now, I am a totally empty vessel on this. I did Google, uh, went through a few things and thought, I'm none the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So okay. Uh, if I could hand over to you, please, just give a little outline to yep. everybody and what yep. this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, you, you've uh, the pronunciation is is perfect. Oh, um, it's spelt O G H A M, but it's actually um, uh, a silent G, so it's actually pronounced O M, and uh, it is uh, a very broad and deep topic. And I'm not surprised when you said that you know you did a, a bit of research and you were none the wiser, because um, one of the first things I want to say really is that even amongst the most learned scholars, there isn't a definitive agreement about um, its origins, its purpose. Um, you know, with, there are some really good people out there that have done a lot of research about it. And, you know, we, we can go into aspects, but there is not a definitive, if you like, um, there's a general understanding, but depending on which teacher you go to, you might learn different aspects of it in a slightly different way. So I hope that makes sense. It does, um, and it makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, I like to give people a bit of comfort. Um, and, and just sort of saying good, sort of, you know, hello to everybody that's signing on. Oh, and hello, Sue. Um, I know Sue uh, Townsend, and she knows you, because I think our um, uh, she was here for the OM, I think, one of her... Uh, sort of times with me so um what i want to do it's really before even um going into any depth is to try and give you uh, everybody like a broad brush stroke but let me tell you my journey with trees because that's what this is about it's about trees and the energy of trees and the encoded wisdom and the knowledge they are, if we actually consider it, they are the tallest and largest beings on the planet. Um, it doesn't take much to even think of the giant redwoods in California. Um, you know, they are the tallest sort of beings on the planet right now. So my journey began when, oh, at least a decade, maybe 12 years ago, um, I would I've always had a connection with trees, but I didn't necessarily understand it. And I, there was a particular tree or trees that I would go when I was walking my dog. Um, and I'd, I would always lean against a particular tree, which was an oak tree. And I would often as I would be approaching this oak tree, I would actually see an image of a face in the trunk of the tree. Didn't think anything of it, particularly my spiritual journey, you know, was it was progressing I was already a Reiki teacher etc so I understood that at an energetic level 
But it wasn't until I actually was on a, a bit of a girly weekend away in the Cotswolds and a friend, uh, one of the girls that came along to that weekend had the book Earth Wisdom by Glennie Kindred. Now, I'm sure that many of your um, listeners will probably be familiar with Glennie's uh, work. And in that book, she'd left it on the coffee table and I happened to look up, open it and it fell open on the page of an of an illustration of an oak tree and the image in it was exactly the image that I had seen on my walk. So it really piqued my interest and that was where I started to look at well what is this about, what is the OM? Um, and, and if people want to do a bit more research, I mean Glennie Kindred is her work I think is fabulous so she would be a good starting point and a good port of call um, to uh, explore some of this even even further. Um, so what do we actually mean by the OM? It's, gosh, I mean, it, it's, it's really challenging to know where to start. Um, it's a system of wisdom, language, knowledge, healing, it encompasses all those aspects and really it goes back how far does it go back well this is where some scholars agree and some scholars don't the oldest known oem script is actually still visible in certain stone circles around the, the british isles so that's probably the oldest known images and markings and in the background behind me you can see that i've got um one of my drums that I think I referred to last time, and that's got the image or the OM image for Blackthorn on it. And I will be touching on Blackthorn in a little while. Um, so it's a, a script. In terms of what is the, the, the living manuscripts that are still surviving as of today, the oldest one is probably, I think it's called the Ballymote script. And I think that's housed in Dublin University. I'm pretty sure it's Dublin. Um, so that's when the medieval um, scribes were literally using it as a writing system. And it's based on the 20 or 25, and again, this is where there's a, a difference of opinion, native trees to the British Isles. Each one has its own energy signature. And I'm sure that a lot of listeners, Laurie, are familiar with, you know, in, you know, our own energy systems, exactly the same way that trees have an energy system. And each tree species has a unique energy signature. So, oh, thank you. Someone's put, yeah, yeah, the trio of Glenny Kindred. Thank you. Yeah. And um, so we, it's, it can be an alphabet. It was the Celtic language. So each um tree has a certain letter associated with it and its other associations are related to the time of year the the qualities of that tree um and the the, the planet there have to be planetary links as well so it's a whole host and encompassed within that is the wisdom that you can find as an individual my personal journey has been and i can only speak from personal my own personal experience is that I've really only scratched the surface of this. Mm -hmm. I have, um, I met a wonderful man a number of years ago uh, from New Zealand. He's living in the UK 
and um, he, he was actually a homeopath, but he was very much, he loved trees and was working with, he was actually discovering his own shamanic journey as well. And his, he wanted to spend time studying each tree and what he said in terms of understanding that he is a homeopath, so he understands energy. He felt that he would need to study shamanically and energetically each tree for at least a year. Now, when you consider now that is that's what you call a tree connection, <laughs> studying each oh, tree right. for a single tree a year. Bearing in mind that the main body of Oem is based on 20 trees. He's, he was looking at a body of work that was going to last 20 years. Now, I am sure that within that time frame, he would. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether he's still doing that. You know, we've you know, we're not in contact now. But to me, that shows you the depth of information and knowledge that is absolutely encoded and ingrained within each tree. And I'm sure that, you know, many people will probably agree um, that who doesn't like sitting under a tree? <laughs> and it isn't just about on a hot summer's day. We all feel better when we're sitting, you know, and just enjoying the tree's energy. One of the things that I do um, in my workshops is that we have what's called a tree connection, where we go and meet the dryad. Now, the dryad is just the term for a tree spirit, much like us, each tree has its own spirit. And we go and have a connection. And I teach people how to approach a tree. Again, like us, they have everything has an energy field. So we talk about the layers of that energy field. And like us, they have what I call that universal, that um, outer energy field, which is the, the link between the tree and, and the universe. I've actually got that down here. Um, the, I call it the spiritual layer, that very, very fine energy. So when we always get into that zone where we're as a group, we we walk and then we get to a point where I say, right, now each step you take, this is a great exercise for listeners to do. Find your favorite tree and do this. Um, is as you approach a tree, just drop into your energy, you know, your heart center. And it's that you'll know when you've crossed into the that spiritual layer because you'll feel that difference with the energy. There's, it's a very, very fine um, layer. And then as you approach the tree, um, just do it very slowly. It's not about rushing up to a tree and smacking it on the trunk and saying, hi, how are you doing? It's <laughs> just, <laughs> um, it's, you, you walk slowly and steadily. And then as you get become closer, and I can't tell you exactly how many feet away from the trunk that'll be. It depends on the age of the tree. Um, it depends on the species. It depends on a whole host of things. But as you approach the tree, then you'll start to go through what I call, you'll enter that another layer. And I call that the memory layer. Now that is, you'll, find, you'll feel there's a different quality to the energy. Some people find it denser. Some people find it buzzier. Um, it's really the memory of all trees across the planet. It's not just the memory of that species of tree, but it's the memory of all the trees. And I find that that's a great space or that layer is a great space in which to sit and commune 
if you're looking to gain understanding on the bigger picture about trees generally. Then if you're looking to make a contact with a, this particular tree, you can then continue towards the tree and you get to the etheric layer, which is in the same way that our etheric layer, which is the blueprint for art, the physicality of the being, then you, the tree also has that. And that's when you can start to reach out. And that is often to do this in a mindful way, in a, as a spiritual practice. When you get to that layer, it's almost a, those of you that are healers out there will understand that you can visibly feel that through your hands, that etheric layer. And it's always, always about seeking permission. Can I connect with you? And then putting your hand on the trunk of the tree. That is my mindful walk in terms of having a connection with a particular tree. So I highly recommend recommend this to, to everybody. Go and pick your tree. It could be in the garden. It could be in a park. It could be anywhere. So I hope that really gives you just a, a, an overview of the different layers of the, the tree and, you know, how we can connect. That's wonderful. Yeah, um, does that make yeah. That makes perfect sense. I've just got visions now of everybody tomorrow just sort of like out in the park <laughs> or anything and stopping and then yes. sauntering up to a tree, which is wonderful. Yeah. And I, lo I love the different layers as well. I think yes. that's definitely going to yes. try that. Yes, yes. I mean, and it's, do you know what is so interesting is when you do this with a group, what each individual picks up from that. Um, because there'd be different information relative to maybe to that person, or it could be that, you know, they've picked up on a different message. And isn't just that a tree has one specific message. It could be, it, it might be information regarding trees generally. It could be information regarding that specific tree's journey. So it, it's wonderful in, in afterwards is having that conversation with people to find out what their discoveries are about that, that tree and that experience. So, I mean, it's it's a lovely idea. I can just imagine, say, people trying it tomorrow over the next uh, next couple of days and, and no doubt getting their YouTube clips of people doing, why are people walking slowly toward trees? You know, I can just, <laughs> I can just see that taking off on Twitter or something um, <laughs> in these crazy times. Um, <laughs> I'm off to the park tomorrow. Good on you, Julie. <laughs> um, so, but let's, I mean, I don't know how much people already know about Owen. So I'm just going to speak about um, the actual, um, well, I, I just, uh, I think what I want to do is, it's the, the main trees of the lunar calendar. And when I say it's because I mentioned right at the top that, um, you know, trees are, are, are sort of, if you like, encoded or, put round uh, the wheel of the year and again this is where some scholars differ some and the most common way is that the trees are split up according to the 12-month calendar or the zodiac signs okay and that each tree would relate to a two or three week period um and then it would be you know yeah, you know, 10th of January to you know 30th of January or whatever, and then it would go on to the next tree, and that would then make up the, the wheel of the year. But I particularly was really interested when I did my shamanic training, and I actually dug this out earlier today, if I can find it, is some information 
It's not typical, so as I want to look for it, it's disappeared. <laughs> oh, here it is. It sounds like my desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Albert, apparently Albert Einstein had a very messy desk, so I always say it's a sign of a genius, right? Okay. So um, it's actually based, and this is apparently the oldest native British tree lunar calendar. And it was developed by a guy called Dusty Miller, who was a shaman. Um, and it's the main uh, tree spirits or dryads that our native shamans of the Celtic British Isles would be working with. So what I'm going to do is just very briefly go around that. As So remember that the lunar cycle is 13 cycles per year, as I'm sure all your listeners are already aware. So I'm going to just go around that as a calendar. And it'll just be interesting to see which, you know, listeners, whether you resonate with a particular one and anything I say may, you know, come to you as to why it's always of interest to you. So this does differ from a lot of the um, Owen scholars and their, you know, the, the 12 month calendar. And the reason I like the lunar calendar before I explain is that before the 12 month calendar was developed and introduced what would our native peoples have how would they have marked the year and it would have been by the 13 lunar cycles so this is definitely i think the oldest um, original way in which our native ancestors would have been using and working with trees so the first one is birch in the celtic language it's known as beth um, and it relates to the longest night, um, so it would be on the solstice. It's a time of birth, that's when we, you know, just before the rebirth of the sun, etc. The time of birth of the soul, it's a tree of purity and has feminine energy. The next one is Rowan, relating to the element of ice. It's about protection, movement of energy, but a deeper retreat into ourselves as a human being. The next one is ash. Now, this one I found interesting because I work with ash quite a lot in my uh, drum birthing workshops. Relates to the um, and snow, again, a tree of um, purity and cleansing and balancing mind, body, spirit. And I would actually say that's very true. Ash can, is, a, is a key to help unlocking the mind. And I think particularly at this time of what we're all going through is when, you know, we're being mentally challenged with what's going on. Is this a good time to start working with ash? OK, um, and you, it's sometimes difficult to um, identify trees, particularly when they're all you know, bare and no, it's very it's more challenging when there's no leaves and foliage. But ash is, is quite an easy one to recognize because it has like a three pronged um, bud and it almost looks like a deer print. It has a sticky three pronged bud. And that, so it's quite easy to identify even at this time of year. So what you can work with the energy of ash and maybe, we, you know, we can go into that particular one a bit, bit later. Um, following on from ash, we've got alder which is all about watery elements um, and relates to the healing of the physical body. 
Um, and for me, that's all about flow as well, allowing things to flow. And of course, when we're healing, we do need to allow that to flow through our physical bodies. Moving on, we have willow, which is related to spring. And it's the awakening, the enchantment. And that's related to our emotional journey. Now, I mean, I just find this interesting, going back to how the, our native shamans would be working with this and the emotions. And bearing in mind, just looking at the, the drum behind me, I know that's got blackthorn, but each oem, each tree oem has its unique symbol. And I cannot say for sure, but my intuition, my sense of knowing tells me that our ancestors would have been working with these symbols in a, not just as, a, as a, a form of written language, but as an energetic symbol to help people. For example, when we come onto oak, oak is related to strength and courage and durability. And I, I've always had this sense that in a, in a village, if there was somebody who had was needed to face courage, that the, the, the wise woman, the priestess or the druid priest or whatever would have perhaps imbued the symbol of oak onto that person because energetically that person would have been imbued with courage and strength and wisdom and, and to, or fortitude to get through a difficult time. So that's my one of the things that I think is how working with Owen can really help. Like a lot of other magical symbols, it's not just about written stuff, it's about working with stuff energetically. Anyway, moving on from Willow, we then go to Hawthorne, which again is about growth. Now Hawthorne, we think of May and everything again, so it's about fertility, it's about the feminine, it's about the rising fertility of the land and embracing everything coming into life. And of course, Hawthorne was used traditionally for the maypole as well. So I think that's quite a common thing that's known. Then we do come on to oak, which is about connecting to your inner spirit um, and your intention. It's not just about courage, but it's about planting your intention. What is your vision? And really going deep within that, bringing out that, that courage and fortitude to bring your intention out into the physical realm. Then we move on to holly, which is related to flower, as in, you know, flowers that grow, not the flower you cook with. Um, so that has a, that's, um, it's interesting because although it's related to flower, it has a masculine energy. It, it harmonizes and it heals the whole of the energy field. So, but it's, it's more, it has more movement. It's not a passive energy. It's uh, it's imbued with movement. So I find that really interesting. Um, then we move on to because I've had to write these down because this is a very uncommon calendar. This I hazel. Found, oh, sorry. I think I found oh, a God. copy of it which we could share, perhaps. Yep. Yep. Tell me if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love you, all your little research. I mean, I would show you mine, but mine's got scribbles all over it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is that right? Well, it, it's very similar. After Hazel, we've got I've got Apple. Um, not quite. It's similar to that, but it's not it's not identical. 
Um, you see, that, this, this is yeah. So this is this is really interesting, Laurie, because this is a classic example of depending on which scholar you go to and where you get the information from, there are going to be variations. And I don't. I, for me, it's not about a question of what's right or wrong. It's about what these scholars have learned from this and how they perceive it to fit yeah. into their their worldview. So I, I mean, I think they're all right in that sense. So uh, Hazel, I'll just talk about Hazel. That's related to, um, well, here it's got lightning. It's a tree of inspiration, of knowledge, of knowing, of, gnos of gnosis. Um, and, it, and where it's lightning, it can strike like light, lightning. Now, we all know that when we get that, um, that flash of knowing, it does feel like a lightning bolt. And you don't know how you know, but you know. So that's all about Hazel. So working with Hazel is is really good. I mean, and, and Hazel, of course, is very it's a very bendable wood, very bendable branches. And I mean, I, I create things with with wood and Hazel is a brilliant one. If you've got some if you're pruning it or whatever, if you can create dream catches with that. And that's beautiful because you can bend it and create something with that. And just working with a, a few twigs. You, it does. It provides the inspiration. So at every level, the trees, are, you know, you are working with the energy of a, a particular wood. So after hazel comes apple. But this, in terms of this particular um, uh, system, is the crab apple. And interestingly, we do have a crab apple tree out in our driveway. Um, and it's 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 just had its most incredible, um, just laden with fruit. Um, and it's about reaping what you've sown, the tree of love, because we think of the Garden of Eden and, you know, and, and the apple, etc. Um, to give an apple is to give love. So that that you can work with, if you like that, in your in your um, spiritual working. Now, Blackthorn. Well, I would like to talk a little about Blackthorn because it, it has um, I do have a strong association with it. Um, it's a keeper of secrets. It hunts down what is hidden. It pierces through the illusion to face our ultimate fear. Now, the thing with fear, and I think this is very relevant in the current climate, fear immobilizes us. It stops us from taking action. And it's also a very low vibration and it leaks energy from us. And when we think about what is humanity's greatest fear is death. So working with Blackthorn is understanding that we can get to to look beyond the fear and that it helps us to see who we truly are as a human being. It helps us to understand our immortal soul at soul level and therefore relinquishes the fear that immobilizes us. And interesting, the other reason, uh, uh, thank you for bringing the screen back up to show the, the Blackthorn drum. My personal journey with Blackthorn has been through a shamanic healing I received where um, I was taken to um, a battlefield where I was a Druid priestess. And I had that symbol um i was in i'd marked that symbol and i was involved in a battle 
because the Druid priestesses were in the front line of battles as much as the men were. After the healing, um, the healer told me I need to work with Blackthorn and I, and I went to find a Blackthorn wand and I hadn't realised, some. and that day when I was looking around for a Blackthorn wand, three shots or three times I heard somebody say the phrase uh, or the, the location of Anglesey and I couldn't understand what the link was. <clears throat> when I looked it up and again it was Glenny Kindred book that uh, was, was the real turning point for me, in it, she describes the, the battle on um, Anglesey between the Druids and the Romans, when the Romans actually slaughtered the, the last of the Druids. And what had kept them out of that of Anglesey for so long was the fact that there had been a huge black thorn thicket in the way, or because it, it, it the, the, the thorns are poisonous. I mean, it, it, cre it creates an impenetrable barrier. And that's what had helped the Druids stay there for as long as possible. So I knew that I needed to, to get Blackthorn, and it's always been it's, it's always been with me ever since. Um, but interestingly, what other associations has Blackthorn got? When I started looking into this, the Irish, for example, it's a very dense, heavy wood. Um, the Irish made them into cudgels to beat each other up with. <laughs> 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 right and and you know that we can we can understand that really um and uh it became to be considered as a symbol of power over others because you're, it was like something you could use as a weapon over others and beating up and th as i mentioned the thorns are um lethal they can cause septicemia and they were allegedly used to allegedly used by witches um in the middle ages to help throw curses at other people um you know so it, it's interesting the association and yet even today there is an association with blackthorn that people aren't probably aware of at the, in the uk the state opening of parliament every year black rod goes along doesn't he and bashes on the door three times with his black rod well the the, the ones that the witches used in the Middle Ages were known as black rods or blasting rods, and they were considered powerful symbol over others. So even today in our modern times, that legacy still stands because he's known as black rod. Yeah. So those fairy tales do have, you know, there's always an element of truth that weaves through our history. <coughs> Each tree has its history and its knowledge. So. Um, so I'm sorry if I went off piece there, but black no, 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 there's no. just there is just so much about black. I mean, I could do a whole evening just on black swan. Careful, um, you know what happened the last time you. Oh yeah, 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 no, don't don't volunteer so much, guy. Right, okay, <laughs> right. Then we move on very quickly. The last two of this <coughs> particular circle um, is elder, which relates to the autumn or fall, the leaf fall in the US. <coughs> it's called. It's the tree of vision and of letting go. I mean, obviously, the leaves fall off there. It, it's a classic way of learning how to let go of things. But it's also a way of psychic visioning, discovering um, prophetic dreams of what will be, um, scrying, seeing into the future. Part of that is letting go and envisioning what the future will be. And then the last one is you. 
which is always, always, always the, the tree of death and rebirth. <coughs> most prominent in churchyards all around the country, as I think most people are familiar with. <coughs> um, it's a primary healer, a primary healer. Even though every part of the tree is poisonous, <laughs> it, it, it's it, again, it's completing that cycle. And then you go and then that would bring you back to birch, which is always about new beginnings, the beginning, you know, the solstice and then the returning of the, the light and the sun. So you could just see that whole journey around the wheel of the year. And I, I just love this particular lunar lunar aspect. So I hope, I mean, I don't know how that fits with people. I'd love to have people's feedback on that. I just must have a slurp. <laughs> I, I found that totally fascinating. And especially <laughs> with the Blackthorn reference there, because yeah. we were talking just before we went live mm -hmm. and saying that these all these thoughts are going around the world and all intermingled. And yeah. one of them at the moment is about people working with their shadow cells yes 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 absolutely and, and blackthorn the thing you have to do if you're going to work with blackthorn it is um it's a very high vibration you, you it's about being totally honest with yourself mm. it, it cannot be fooled with blackthorn um it, it's again which is why if, if it cannot be used and not that in, in any sort of magical workings or working with energy should you be, you know, throwing curses at people. But Blackthorn, by heck, you do not want to um, even think ill will of anybody when you're working with Blackthorn because that will come back and rebound on you threefold. It's about being totally honest. And this is what I mean about facing our, our shadow, being totally honest. What is our shadow? What is it? What's my biggest fear? What is coming up for me to be acknowledged? Um, but the, the, getting beyond that, you can then the, the the once you've moved through that and understood who you are, it opens up a doorway to, and that's why I call it the keeper of secrets. It is just floods your intuitive, the pineal gland, everything. It just floods you with so much knowledge, and it's it, because it's a very very high vibration, Laxorn. Um, so it's just be careful what you you wish for because it will come back at you. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> so a very very powerful um, energy. I took this drum along to um, a drum. Um, well, it was to a drum workshop where I mean there were there were loads of people and we were learning about different techniques about playing drums, and um, the the people leading it because that I mean, you know we went round and just sort of you know introduced our drums. And uh, I held it up and she said, oh, my goodness, that's a powerful drum. So Blackthorn is very powerful, but it just pierces through any illusion. Like it's thorn, it just pierces through. So you be, just be very, it's for very, if you like, experienced. It's not a fluffy, not a fluffy one like a, a hazel and loving and kind. It's like, boom, I'm going to show you what the truth is now. <laughs> right. Noted. Yeah, yeah, noted, <laughs> noted. Okay, so um, what I've got here in my little goodie bag, I hope you can all hear that, is um, what I call the Owen staves. 
Right, straight to the point. <laughs> How best can we work with black or flower essences or other means? Right, okay. Well, one of the ways you can work with it, I'm just about to show you when I can find it. Um, let me just hold these up. They're little staves or sticks, um, and each one has the relevant um, OM symbol on it. Um, you can buy these from spiritofold.com co.uk i think it is um is the wood sorry is the wood frame on your drum mate no no the wood frame is actually um ash believe it or not and the hide is stag hide i work with um wild culled stag hide for my drums in fact the the symbol on that drum wasn't there for about three years it was only i was working with started working with black pond and that's when i put the symbol on it um Actually, well, right now it doesn't matter which one I, I hold up. So this particular set of Owen staves is engraved, or I think like pyrography, is burnt on the individual uh, symbol. What makes this set particularly lovely is that each one is on the relevant wood. So you can see that I'm, I'm picking up different woods. Um, and I think that's lovely because you not only have you got the symbol for the relevant tree, but you've actually holding a piece of that tree. Um, and that's why I like this particular set from uh, Spirit of Old. So in terms of working with them, you can, for example, like you would with with a rune or something, you could have them in a bag and you could select or like an oracle card. You can work with them at an oracle level. So you could pick a um, you could pick a stave out for the day. What is the one I need today? So you can work with them that way, and that's relevant not just to Blackthorn but to any of them. Um, and then you'd have to look at the key associations with that. What is it I need to know today to help me work with that? And what is relevant for what is going on in my life at this moment that makes that important? Um, so I've just read, I don't really know why I just had. I mean, it's interesting, you, someone's mentioned about pine cones um, on sycamore wings and beech seeds. So I love that. Yes. Um, pine cones, and that's interesting from an in Native American wisdom, pine cones are really protective. I've actually got a pine cone that sits on my um, bed head. Um, and that's actually very protective through dream time, pine cones. So, and I have, uh, uh, my other favorite tree is, is like pine fir. So, um, yeah, that, and also pine is a very cleansing tree. So I think it's great to, if you've got um, any physical ailments that are just taking a bit, you know, just lingering perhaps a bit and you need to, just try and clear that. The pine cone, holding a pine cone can just sometimes help to, if you like, just shift that last bit of illness that might be lingering. So that's a really good way of working with pine. Um, beech, it's interesting because beech isn't included in the main 20 trees. I've had this discussion with a lot of people about why certain trees are included and why certain trees aren't. It's certainly included, I think, in the is either 20 trees or 25 trees, depending again on the scholar that you choose. And it is included in, in one, some of them, but it's not one that I particularly work with. 
Um, beach trees are, when I've connected with beach trees, they are very, they like to be, they don't like other trees around them. They like to be with their own kind, which I find really interesting. Most trees, when you sit, you know, like a mixed woodland or something, trees don't generally live for themselves. It's a community. They're living for each other. Um, but beech is, is very, is just a very interesting tree, I think, because it just likes to be on its own. <laughs> so you know make us make that what you will i don't it's not one that i particularly work with um you've got this in it. yeah 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 stag hide um how do the own trees hold full new mean full new mean energies that that that's a very good question i'm not sure that react to they don't necessarily hold full or new mean energies i think they i think Really, the the full moon is is just enhances enhances and brings out their energies more, um, and but I think it's it's quite a synergistic process with trees and the moon, and they don't I don't think they particularly hold the moon in the same regard, if you like, that we hold the moon. They don't have that view of the moon we do because it's it is just all part of the cycle so i think they their pers perspective about it is very different from a human's perspective that's what i would say um horse chestnut conkers that isn't including the other one but uh, as an, a complete aside um working with horse chestnut because i have a horse chestnut tree out the back which is absolutely full of conkers every year and um Last autumn, for the first time, I turned the conkers into laundry detergent, <laughs> believe it or not, because that's it's got um, the uh, saponins, which is the uh, basis for soap. And it absolutely makes the most brilliant um, laundry detergent, which I've only just finished using and we're what now February. So I made enough to last me to use for laundry till February. Um, the horse chestnut isn't isn't included in the OM. In in I don't think any scholar actually includes the horse chestnut. Interestingly, um, right. So I was actually looking at these staves, wasn't I? And and how to work with them. So you could pick one as an oracle for the day. You could also do a reading where, and this is what I do with with groups that come here is do um, a, a spread where you could have three and a bit like, a, a, again, an oracle spread, it would be past, present, future. Um, so you could work with it that way. But equally, I would suggest the best way if you've got, um, a, a, you know, a bag of staves or, you know, you purchase them, is to simply meditate before even picking one and just ask the question, which tree do I need to work with at this time? And then select one to work with for a month. And I think this will then give you, because I'm only scratching the surface here in terms of what is possible, and it's impossible in just a brief talk to go into depth with 20 trees. But if you were to select one 
um, OEM and work with it every day for a month, you will gain so much value from that. You can, you, you know, look at all the different scholars and, and everything. Um, what I might do, so I'm just going to put that aside, is just look at my... So I'm going to look at the key associations. And I'm going to quickly run through them because then if people want to make it, there's a particular tree that you love, a particular wood, then as I say, you could just write down the associations. I mean, this is what some of the stuff that I work through with people. I show them how to write each symbol. I can't do that in this type of, you know, talk. Um, and because they're each, the, the 20 trees are split into um, four groups of five. And then I show you how to write it. So that's all included in my workshop. Um, but what I'm going to do is just quickly run through the um, the 20 trees and what the associated custom and legend is, the associated planet and element and its main meaning. So I'm going to whiz through these. So get your pens at the ready. So if there's one that you love, just get ready. And don't Where, forget, everybody, you can re-watch this on YouTube or the church Facebook page. So don't fret if you... Like yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll come. Can you highlight Haley's question, and I'll come back to that shortly. Um, right. Um, I'm going to start with birch. It's known as Lady of the Woods, and it's associated with the planet Venus and the element of water. And as I've already mentioned, it's always about new beginnings and clearing away old patterns. Rowan, um, it's known as, also known as mountain ash, wild ash, ash, blah, can't speak, witch bane or witch wood. Now think about that in terms of our <coughs> history and our, our native peoples. Um, it's associated with the sun and the element of fire and it's a protection against enchantment and it gives intuitive insight. Alder, the custom associated with this is that um, the dye from the, the wood was used to weave and when the magical intent was woven into cloth. So that's where that weaving intention into cloth came from. It has a strong dye. It's associated with Venus and the element of water and it's a protective shield for spiritual warriors. Good one to be working with at the moment, I would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, Willow. Um, I think it's quite a common, uh, commonly understood that it's is where we get the painkiller or the source of the painkiller aspirin from, from Willow. Um, I can't even say it, salicylic acid. It's associated with the moon and the element of water, feminine energy. Ash. Now, ash, I'd say I could do a whole workshop on that as well. It, for the shamanic tradition, it represents the world tree in the, in the uh, northern European legend and the, um, and the legend of Odin and the Vikings. And that's where we've got the runes from. Associated with the sun and the element of water. Div uh, fate and divine process. Key to universal truth. That I um, use ash a lot in my drum making workshops because it is 
it's a reaction. It has every action has a reaction. It's inner and outer worlds are linked. And for a drum, when you're birthing a, a medicine, a shamanic medicine tool, you need that link to the, the physical and the spiritual realms. Right, the next one, hawthorn. As I mentioned, the May hawthorn, Beltane, that's its uh, custom and legend, related to Mars and the element of fire. Um, and it's cleansing, it releases blocked energy. And I think my my gut feeling on that is it's about movement as well. It's the spring, the Beltane, particularly the fire ceremonies, it's about movement and dancing, and therefore it releasing all the stuck energy that's within us. Oak, sacred to the Druids, of course. Um, in the Celtic language, it comes from Dua, D-U-I-R, which is a door, relates to a doorway to other realms. Relates to Jupiter and the element of Earth, strength, courage, endurance, solid protection and self-determination. Again, another one particularly useful at this moment. Holly. Um, the tradition is that no, no branch should be cut from a holly tree, but pulled free in a manner fit for a sacred tree. So a very reverent tree. I've got a holly tree just opposite us. Um, and it is about it's just one of those ones, that, if you think about the holly leaves, very prickly prickly by nature, is just be very respectful and mindful about it. Relates to the planet Mars and the element of fire about clear wisdom and unconditional love. Hazel, always regarded as magical, um, relating to Mercury and the element of air, divination, deep listening, intuition. I'm really rushing through now because we've got, you know, I'm only not even halfway through this. Um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh, that hasn't printed off very well. S sorry, I'll have to come back. I am missing one, but I will come back to that. That hasn't printed off. Right. Um, now, this one, bramble or vine, again, depending on the scholar, there's a difference. Um, sacred to the British goddess, the planet Saturn and the element of water. Strong life force, self-determination, tenacity, effort. So it's about really clinging. Think of how brambles grow, for example. They cling on, they put out their, I don't know what they're called, they, you know, their, their things, and they really cling to the earth. So it's all about um, that uh, tenacity to the durability, to reaping what you sow and, and holding on to things if you need to. Right, ivy. Um, Ivy wrapped round upright poles were used to advertise tavern in the Middle Age Britain, which I just thought was an interesting aside. Relates to moon and the element of water. It's binding, restricting, it's attachment versus letting go. When you think about uh, how ivy binds itself. In fact, our garden wall is only held up because of the ivy. We think we reckon that if we took the ivy down, the hook, the wall would collapse. Um, and then broom. Um, again, it could be reed. Um, and it is the it is the wood that traditionally witches made their brooms from, or, um, you know, uh, besom brooms, relating to the sun and the element of air, and it relates to soul or astral travel. Blackthorn, well, we covered that. I won't go into that. The associated planet is Saturn and Mars, element of fire, um, and you know, connection to powerful magic. But requiring deep clarity. Elder, um, 
again it's used it was used to make the britches broomsticks relating to venus and the element of earth about transformation renewal and regeneration and the last group here fir pine which somebody mentioned earlier um they the the druids burned great fires of pine at the winter solstice to draw back the sun this led to the custom of burning the yule log relating to the planet mars and the element of air perception sorry perception and the calm viewpoint listening to the prompt prompting of spirit seeking clarity and vision through stillness i love pine i love pine in fact my favorite thing is to just go and sit within a pine within some pine trees and that, that is just you could just get such a perception of everything it's lovely gorse which is some would argue is that a tree um a bush um but it is associated with the harvest the queen of the fairy is said to hold gorse as especially sacred relates to mars or the sun element of fire um strong desire for life material possessions and protective shield against negative energy well when you think if anyone's collected gorse flowers they know how prickly that how difficult it is to pick the flowers heather associated well even the um um it's associated with bringing good luck heather ale is reported to have fortified warriors before and after battle which um, i found interesting relates to the planet venus and the element of water gateway between spirit and matter healing outgoing caring for others poplar encompasses also aspen is used extensively by the celts to make shields um associated with mercury in the element of air listening to your inner voice and trusting yourself linking to source and the use in spell work and then finally you bringing us right back to the beginning of the year again it was famously used to make the british longbows of course and they were infamous the british long you, you know british yeomen were absolutely they were feared uh, because the longbow was so they were so powerful wands made of you are considered exceptionally potent because of their power to resist decay relates to the planet saturn element of earth death and rebirth and the never-ending cycle so whew, that that is a whizzing through well done. <laughs> 20 trees um, and their main associations so as as laurie said you can listen back and um um you, you know then pick up which, whichever you want now Haley's question where are you based um i'm based in just south of yeovil in somerset um and uh i do have my my tree own days called day of the tree which you can find out on my website i am running workshops as from next month um and i've got um I'm moving into that time where, like a lot of people now, we are just energizing and moving forward and standing in our power. So I will be running Day of the Tree. And I, I can't recall the date off the top of my head, but if you go to my website, www.thequantumshaman.net, and then go to workshops, you'll find it all there. Um, what I would like to to say as well is that I've got some exciting things also in the pipeline, not on my website yet, but I am going to be doing some um, 
<sighs> medicine wheel healing weekend which will encompass uh, trees or certain woods as well and it'll be going into with a whole weekend of diving into not just trees but other flora fauna and everything so it'll be really sort of going deeper into to this sort of stuff and um and interestingly i've also just um i've been linking up with a tremendous shaman up in northumberland and he's going to be coming down and um i'm hosting a fire walk in july Ooh. and if anybody yes so if Ooh. anybody has the uh <laughs> the call to um to do that i've done one and i've very much have been wanting to do this for a long time but it was finding the right person to come along and do it and that that connection has now happened and we've only today agreed the date so it's going to be july the 10th so, so keep, yeah keep looking out on the website for that one um because that's that's going to be very very powerful and interestingly bringing that back down to wood <laughs> okay so i'll put you down for that um is that the obviously i've been asking him what wood he uses for obviously and uh, he uses birch so um i i found that really interesting because it's new beginnings uh so that is going to be you know we're going to be working with that energy on, on that evening it's going to be an evening event um oh yeah sue if i recall you've got a real thing about birch if i remember yes um so I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, so does anybody else have any more questions? We're already at the hour point. Like, honestly, it feels like I've been talking for five minutes. My, my other half I know. Two, I Yeah, when you get right into a subject, the time flies. It does, doesn't it? So does anybody have any particular like burning question they would like to ask or a particular tree that they they have a question about i think that would be interesting before i before There's i go interesting one here from julie um and i think the crux of the question is do other countries have their own home that is a, a that is a very good question is and the honest answer is um i don't think they do i'm not saying that um native tribes don't have um associations and affinity with trees but i don't think that um other countries have a system like this it is very much a celtic thing um right here we go um certainly i, I i'm gonna hold that up this is about the uh the, the history of oam and that's the book of Ballymote that I refer to at the top of the, the hour. And that's the one that's housed in the library in Dublin. And it was a medieval script within the British Isles. So that isn't to say that indigenous tribes around the world probably do have their own system. But what it what it is called, I don't know or what they are called. Um, have you come across, I've come across a sycamore, which tells me it's a protector tree. Yeah, that, that, I, I, if you're getting, uh, in response to Julie, because uh, if you're getting that information from a sycamore, then I would go for it. If the forest is, if it's a protector, if it's telling you that, um, I, I would go for that. 
have I come across that before? Not from Sycamore, but I think at the moment, I think at this time, I think the trees are, see, what we have to remember is that we are part of this flora and fauna and the, you know, the stones, the water, um, the rocks, the trees, the herbs, the flowers, we are all part of what's going on right now. Right. And I suspect that even the trees are now saying, right, you know, whatever their role is, they're going to, they're sort of really there for it at the moment. So, um, no, I think that's lovely. I think that's lovely if the sycamore is telling you it's a protector tree. I think it's lovely. Um, honestly, guys, it's just go and connect with a tree and see what message you get. Uh, that, that would be my recommendation. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing better than experiencing yourself. You hear of yeah. other people's experience. Sure, sure, sure. An energy level that resonates. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Because what this is what happens in my groups is, you know, we go and have a, a we we'll go and connect with a tree, and each one will get us. Although there may be an overall message, but each person will get something specific that is right for them. Um, and uh, you know um oh i love that perhaps beech trees consider themselves to be observers rather than participants i like that a lot yeah <laughs> yeah i resonate with that yes yes i i think you could be right on that score actually yeah actually yes. I'm, I'm a bit of an amateur gardener and it is yeah. common in plants some plants will not grow on their own yeah, other yeah, plants yeah. will only grow with others of the same yeah. kind and others just yeah. go yeah. wherever. <laughs> go, well, yeah, go wherever. Go wherever. Go the the same is true. Yeah, go with the flow. The same is true of, the same is true of trees, definitely. Um, so I hope that gives everybody a flavour. Um, so keep, keep an eye on, I've certainly got the day of the tree up on my website and just, and the, and the other two events that I've mentioned, I will be posting within the next sort of well, I've got to get the details sorted but it will be up in the next few weeks so just keep a look out for that yeah Excellent. so I hope I hope that has really helped everybody and yes ah can I before I go there's another one I just see these comments are lovely because right. oh, oh, I want to address that I draw my strength for my light language yes interesting because um Trees have helped me in, in, in understanding light language as well. So um, it's interesting with people around trees, that, that, that definitely seems to come to the fore more and more. And I suspect that our ancestors, this is one of the reasons they would have actually been communing, this is how they would have been communing with the trees through the light language and therefore getting this information. And yes, it was then taken, transcribed into these uh, manuscripts in the middle ages but i think this goes back a lot lot further than that into antiquity so yeah i love that i draw my strengths for my light language thank you for that christiana that's lovely a quick question from me would the season and when you approach a tree make a difference so if i were to go to an oak in spring and then in winter would i feel a difference there um only in that if it was winter you, it would it would probably take slightly longer to connect because it's it's slightly it's more dormant 
as opposed to its its rising energy but equally i mean i've got this lovely ash tree that we've got out the back i can i mean it's it's bare oh well the buds are just coming out now but i can commune with that any time of year um but it just takes sometimes perhaps longer than other times so when it is like asleep or resting it is going to take longer and also be mindful that certain just because you're connecting with tree doesn't mean that they always want to connect back <laughs> you know <laughs> you may not get anything and, and that's that's equally fine that's about showing respect for the for the tree spirit isn't it um and about saying well okay um it's happy for me to sit here and, and lean against the trunk or just sit and have a um a bit of a rest but it doesn't necessarily want to share anything with me and i re i totally respect that and I, I think that's that's part of the journey of learning about trees so and we've not even touched on all the physical aspects and attributes of the trees this is just a, a touching on the on the energetic level so um oh somebody's got a lovely garden there by the sound of oak oh. Willow. oh my goodness you, you've you've got a decade's worth of work there, I think, Fiona, <laughs> of of working with that. That is lovely. Um, you know, your new garden. Wow, lovely to have that. Willow and Holly and Ivy. I'm actually. Um, I mean, I love uh, the Holly and Ivy, um, and that you know, I always make my own wreaths at Christmas with Holly and Ivy, just from round about here. Um, that's the other thing that uh, I'm interested in. You've got the uh, willow looks like it needs TLC. Uh, is when you are in the process of pruning, um, and this doesn't go just go for trees. It's like goes to for plants as well. It's just communicate that intention before you do it, so that the the tree is aware that you are going to be cutting a branch, or a plant is aware that you're going to be you know pruning it etc um well when you're working with it so you're working with them at every level is just let them know what your intention is and for example the ash tree out the back i wanted a piece so i took an offering and did an exchange so that it, it you know so you can work with them in so many different ways and it's it's a lovely relationship it's about building a relationship and just give it time and you'll get to know the particular trees and around you that's lovely thank you for that Fiona. absolutely wonderful diana you've done it again <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm gonna keep quiet now otherwise you'll, you'll get me back on another topic as well about all 20 trees so that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2022 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for that laurie it, it's been a pleasure i've loved it thank you guys very much thank you uh, thank you thank you thank you thank you for the really interesting talk and i i get a lot of that i really do i i just wonder myself with the energy exchange if there's we've got to learn that difference in timing because uh, a tree time is different to our time whereas yes. we're talking and we're responding immediately yes whereas yes. with a tree yes yeah 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 Ab absolutely yeah that there is that it's a very human thing isn't it you know we may have an inquiry and we expect uh, like that and yeah, yeah. and yeah so yeah it, it's just about it, it may take two or three sessions 
maybe to connect with a tree and just communicate. I'm, I'm like, hello, I'm back again. Can we just sort of see whether you have anything for me today and just allow that <coughs> information to come to you when it when it does? Well, and it will I, do. Yeah, that's what I love when you had the um, sticks. <laughs> I know that's not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, staves, staves. Staves, yeah. there you go. Not far off. Um, but you said work for a month with a tree yes, and I, that yes. just clicked I just thought yeah that makes sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to be the communication the way we understand no no definitely not so and that that's a rudimentary level and I, I I'm fascinated about this this New Zealand guy whether he is still on that journey of connect you know doing a year a tree I mean wow <coughs> but again yeah that's ideal because you're going to see that tree through its whole life cycle in yes. well, whole seasonal the whole life. season yes yeah, yeah 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 definitely yeah brilliant well thank <coughs> you very me. very much <laughs> Don't call Thank you. It's been it's, um, <coughs> it's, I've done too much talking. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant evening. Thank you everybody for joining us. What have we got coming up? We have tomorrow morning at ten forty-five our Zoom first of our divine services on the Sunday with a lovely gentleman from down the west country and as you can tell by the way that i am sort of uh stalling for time it's because i haven't got the right page up on the computer <laughs> nearly got away with it ben aylwood i could remember the first name i couldn't remember the surname ben aylwood will be taking our zoom service 10 45 tomorrow morning in the afternoon, we have a live service here within the church. If you are local to the area, we would love to see you. If not, don't worry. You can watch it being streamed live on our Facebook page. And it's myself who will be taking that service. Monday evening at 7 p.m. and Saturday morning, we have our meditation times live on the Facebook page. Next Wednesday at 7 p.m. on the church Facebook page and the YouTube channel, we have our Spiritualism Lyceum evening, and this week we have Yvonne Nielsen from Denmark, who will be talking about unleashing your own inner power. I'm really looking forward to that because there's so many branches of spiritualism we can go into, but they all rely on the one common denominator, which is us. So we're going to be exploring the us aspect in spiritualism. Friday night, 7.30 p.m. on the... Facebook page we have another joint evening with our spiritist friends and next Saturday our talk on the Facebook page at seven o'clock will be with Inga Lisa from Sweden and she's going to be sharing tips and topics about essential oils so uh, another full week coming up there and very varied back to our wonderful wonderful guest absolutely wonderful Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every time when the picture came on, I thought, "Oh yeah, I remember the drums and everything." Bless <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. thank you, Laurie. That is lovely. And I'm looking at that carving in the corner, and I'm saying, "He's a handsome ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that carving was gifted to me from a um, a lady that came and had some healing, and she was moving house and uh, <coughs> didn't have room to take it, and that that was that was payment for. A, some healing and i thought what isn't that amazing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely beautiful thank you everybody have a pretty baby 
I have a peaceful <laughs> evening. Remember what I say: if don't worry, if you can't change it, don't worry about it because it's a waste of time. All right. <laughs> Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Stay sane. Good night, everybody.